There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. And I guess we have already a discussion topic to start the episode off. Let's get into it. So we were just recording some ads, <laughs> and we, we actually are recording an ad for. The city of Provincetown, the tourist destination Provincetown. I've never been more honored in my life. And can you believe, actually, like, you know, they reached out, they wanted us to do this, and they're, they're actually going to have us in Provincetown at some point this summer. And we're so excited about that. I've never can you been, believe that not, neither of us have been? Isn't that wild? And I also feel that the way it's described to me, sort of a gay, gay Main Street USA, really sounds right up my alley. Gay, Disney, gay Magic Kingdom, gay Disneyland. Honey, you could bite the walls, they say, they look like candy, so... I don't know about that, girl. Probably would be filthy. You need, your, to read, you need to read John Waters' essay about Provincetown. He has a great essay in Role Models about Provincetown and his love for that city. I need to read that essay. And I think you and I will be the, the new John Waterses on the scene. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. So, we would never, we could never be. We could never replace you, John. John, we could never, never replace, replace you, honey. You. Honey, and you're that's doing amazing. culture number six. John Waters. Uh, John Waters, honey, we, we, we could, could never replace you. you. You're doing amazing, you're doing amazing sweetie. sweetie. Um, okay, so what I guess I wanted to say was we we're recording ads for the city of Provincetown. And you know Las Culturistas, Matt and Bowen, however you want to call it. It's mostly Matt. Matt comes up with jingles for some of the ads. I'll sometimes come up with like a jingle for the thing and they're that so we're good. selling. 
because I think it helps. I think it actually gets of it's an earworm. You know what I mean? If so, you need help, better help. And then, of course, the new one that I really like is Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. So I think that one's so really good. beautiful. And then we just came up with a new one. No, you did. Don't give me any credit. Bowen, it's all you. We're to, we are one. We are one comedic thing. But I just think that this is your talent. I have respect for that. <laughs> Do you want the royalties or not? No, I don't. Fine. I think it's yours. I have. Fine. I whatever. I okay. came up with the so song. Matt came up with a song. Go. Here's my jingle for Provincetown. Provincetown, we're gonna see you there. <laughs> and I think what's you have to remember to do when you sing it, like you will. There. It's not. We're gonna see you there or there. No. It's, no. Provincetown, we're gonna, we're gonna see, see you there. there. And open there. it up. Like you're opening up your arms to the queer community. Oh my God. That is so Music beautiful. is in the details, Bowen. It's actually Rural Culture number 44. Music, Music is, in, is the details, in the details, Bowen. Bowen. <laughs> now, I would be thrilled to go. I'm sure people will really, really, really be eager to share their tips. I would mm-hmm. happily take them. Yeah. I wonder how long we stay there because look, we're both busy girls and we both kind of have our spiritual connection, especially in this upcoming summer to one fire Island. That's true. Do we have to sort of get on that as they say? Cause what aren't the houses sort of going and going? I don't, I don't anticipate being in a house this summer, unfortunately. Oh, I, well, I have, I have a couple friends who are, who are looking into it for themselves, but they're, they're going, um, they're a very pines party forward house, which I, I see consider myself to necessarily be, sure, you, know, sure. I'm, you know, your Jolkin boosters, your, um, you, the, the, that, that his ilk, those are the people who That's really sort enjoy of gross, sort no, of grotesque, no, sort no. of feverish party boy, gross, grotesque, feverish, feverish party, boy. party boy. Joel That's would come to him. That's yes. Joel Kim. Um, we love that. I know he's laughing right now. Listen to this. Giggling even. No, or he's or he's frowning, going, those fucking idiots yeah. calling me gross. Well, fucking end them. <laughs> but uh, but do you but do you know do you know what I'm saying? I feel like you and I have such a a spiritual connection to the island in a way that basically every gay man in America does. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We gotta go back this year. This is our this is our this is our big fire island moment. <laughs> this is our big fire island moment. Um I'm so, laughing. I think some way, somehow, you and I will do the double header this summer of mm-hmm. Fire Island and Provincetown, which I think I'm long overdue for. And I am so excited for that. Experience. Me too. Very, very. And I also feel like I got to get you back out to Palm Springs. You got to get me back out to Palm Springs, girl. I got to get this one back out to Palm Springs if it's the last thing I do. Okay. And Palm Springs, where I iconically experienced my first and only earthquake. At that restaurant. Wow. Yeah, we were you at that? Um, we were at Tropical. Tropical with uh, it was with Mitra and Sandy. And- yes. And the restaurant swayed everyone. It was really truly an earthquake. It was an earthquake, and we were very, very high in marijuana. Yes. And and there was an earthquake, and I was eating my appetizer. And mm-hmm. next to me, I it felt we were in like upholstered booth seating. Yes, we were. The earthquake made me feel like Sandy Honig was next to me shaking her ass in the seat. I was like, why is Sandy like twerking in the booth? Turns out. And it wasn't it wasn't even that. It was it was a seismic Mr. Richter. tectonic shift. 
shifts. That's yes. what it was. That's what they call it. A seismic, a seismic tectonic, tectonic shift. shift. Front runner for title of that, first of all. Speaking of which, do you feel like there is any seismic tectonic shifts in your life? You're about to go and embark on something seismic. I'm about to go and embark on something seismic. I'm I'm starting work tomorrow, so that's exciting. But and I'm really excited that you're going to be here for such a long time because Bowen's coming here to shoot a project, and so we're going to be in person. So guess what? The next maybe three, four eps of Lost Coach Recess are going to be in person eps because you know the girls are going to log them up, log them up, and who knows, we might have a guest or two if the logistics work themselves out. I think we're am gonna I going to be able to see you, girl? Two. I feel like you're going to be so busy the on the shooting, weekends. Yes, the shooting life is tough. Well, I, I, yeah, it's not going to happen Monday through Friday, doll. Okay. But the, the weekends, it's going to be all about quality time. And actually, can I tell you, there's actually a big weekend coming up that oh. I, I get more and more disappointed that you're not coming. I know. I am for my birthday readers, me and an army of gay men are going to see Katy Perry play Vegas. <laughs> I can't wait for you. I am so excited. I am I'm beyond. It is. Can I say something to you? You'll be very happy to hear this. I want to hear a lot. And there's not a lot to share. I just want to share with you that today I did put on the song Daisies by Katy Perry. And I did go. This is an incredible song. It's one of the best songs that's come out. I agree. It's one of the it's one of America's great musical offerings. Do we need we might have to release a new American songbook. We did that. Yeah. Before, <gasps> the, do you remember the day before Election Day 2020? Is that our 300th episode? The, mm. great, the great American song. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. We're coming wow. up with 300. We're, there will be 300 songs inducted into the great American songbook. <laughs> It'll be, and then the songs will include like audio, will include like sounds. There's going to be lots of covers. They're going to be covers, but they're going to be like sound bites, I'm saying, you know, yes, like, yes, I, yes. like we know that Adele Dazine was the top moment of culture, but you know, the soundbite, the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem might, be, might yeah. be in the American songbook. It might be. We can't say at this point. It's not up to us. It, well, and everyone knows, every, all the readers know that these things that we do, like the top 200 moments in culture, the awards nominations, none of it is up to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to campaign. You have to campaign. But I, th- I don't think it's the American songbook. Here's my pitch. Okay, pitch. The global songbook. The global <laughs> Lost Culturistas Global Sound Global Songbook. Lost Culturistas presents presents the three hundred songs in the Global Songbook, in the Great Global Songbook. That's it. Okay, that's it. Wow. Oh my! And I'm to so find excited. it here, me too. This is going to be one of the most important moments in podcast culture history. And I want to say something. Let, lots of people had a lot to say and the podcast received critical acclaim as a result of the top 200 moments in culture. Yes. And then, you know, I think we earned some notices, I think people could say, for Absolutely. Lost Culture Culture Awards. If we aren't given our accolades and hardware for the, our 300th episode, <gasps> I'm actually going to be really pissed. I want to win awards. And this podcast, we have gone to war and to hell to provide entertainment. Okay, it's been covid and we've still been podcasting. Who among us has? Who among us Name has. another legend. <laughs> Give us awards now, I said. I agree. I I'm can't. sick of it. I'm sick I'm of sick just of acclaim. Can I tell you um, what my brief interaction with Katie was? Absolutely. What if I said, no, you can't tell me? What if I was like, I don't want to know that? Well, be an here, imposter. First of all, she turned to me and Adia at Good Nights for dress rehearsal. She was like, 
go to bed, bitch. She was, was, was quoting her. <laughs> that bit was, was very so cute. good. I, it was very silly. I Marco Polo idiot about it. Haven't heard back. Haven't heard back. She, she's not really on Marco Polo these days, but just keep bugging her. I am gonna. So air, we hug each other. And I say, I have to tell you something. And oh then she, this, and then she goes, no, no. <laughs> she, she was being funny. She was like, no, no. no. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I have to tell you something. It's, it's good. Um, I said, my best friend in the whole world. Shut up. You told her? Yes. You wanted me to tell her, didn't oh you? Oh my God. I didn't think you would. I can't of believe course. you agreed with this. What, 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 wait, go, go, go. Okay. So I was like, my best friend in the whole world. He's turning 32, 31. 32. I didn't, I didn't say your age. Wait, 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 I can start over. No, you can say my age. Don't start over. <laughs> I want everyone to know how old I am. 32, okay, okay. A woman of age. A woman of age. I said my best friend in the world is turning 32. <laughs> He's going to your Vegas show uh, at the end of February. And he was the blue, he was the alien and not the end of the world. And he, and her immediately, she was like, oh my God, you have to tell him he was so funny. She was like, she immediately remembered. She was like, oh my God, that's so special. And then that was it. I'm bringing an army of faggots to her show at, on my birthday. It is truly going to be so fun. And I've, I'm trying not to watch too many clips because everyone knows him. Everyone, all the readers know I'm a big old Katie cat. Do you, do you know the set list? I do. Is she, is she singing? What, is she singing Thinking of You? She's not. But what? Yeah, she's not doing thinking of you, which is because I, I think it's not the, vibe. the fact that she's not doing waking up in Vegas is also like I. But I think she is now. I don't know. I think it's like it's it's. I I actually don't have correct information on whether or not she is or is not doing waking up in Vegas because I was when I the set list that I saw it wasn't on it, and then like I'm upset. I haven't been able to stop thinking about that. I'm I'm literally looking up right now. Katy Perry play set list, and now let's see if. Waking up in Vegas is on here because it, it would is, be insane. It, 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 is, it, is, it is. 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 You lied to me, and I've believed for weeks that she wasn't singing "Making Up in Vegas" in her Vegas show. You know, something was amiss with that from the very beginning. Because why would she not do that? I enjoyed her performances on the show. I like, and I I'm excited to go see her be peak stupid Katie. Like singing with a piece of poop in the toilet and shit. I'm like all about Iconic. it. I'm gonna I be in the stratosphere in terms of inebriated. Though. Do you think she's gonna? Do you think this is like her signaling the return to that Katie? Like I feel like there is an inflection point to be had here potentially, where she moves forward in her career, mm-hmm. kind of revisiting that. And I, I think um, when I'm gone is kind of a kind of feels like new and old at the same time in a very good way. I think that the Smile album was kind of her being like silly clown. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, something was something for me I thought was missing. Right. Yeah. I would say that there are five. I, I actually sent we, Bone and I, I were talking the other day and I was like, we were talking about Katie and I was like, I think there's five really solid tracks on that album, which is more than Witness and not as much yes. as Prism. So. It exists down there That's because true. the back half of Prism fucking slaps. Back half of Prism is great. I think Prism overall starts finish is a great album. Love Prism. Um, Witness. Witness has some decent tracks. I mean, I like Bon Appetit a lot. I love Bon Appetit. Are you kidding me? Ooh, I love Swish Swish. I love Swish Swish too. And I actually found myself in the airport the other day, like really sort of living my life to Swish Swish. I, it was it was sort of surreal. Absolutely. This Katy Perry is a surrealist artist. A hundred percent. Magritte down boots. 
It's actually roller coaster number 99. Katy, Katy Perry, Perry is Magritte, uh, Magritte down, down boots. boots. Do you think that Katy Perry will have songs in the Great Global Songbook? I think, I she, think she might have several. I think that we can confirm. Can you predict? Oh, we can confirm that Katie will make an appearance on the list. Can I say that? Um, the the just to sorry, just to go back to the weekend update bit with eighty. I mean, oh, we yeah. have our we have our next category is something that I pulled directly from Lost Cult Lexicon. You you realize? Uh, it felt familiar to me. Say more. I'm an, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not saying anything shady. I'm just saying it felt familiar to me. You are being shady. No, I'm not. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. I love when I feel like I'm being spoken to by you on the show. There have been times when I see you on update and I feel like he's doing that for me. I'm not going to I'm not even going to I did a lot of that for the one last week the, for for Chen Biao. I I did. I, there was a lot of I mean that was like the last two updates. I'm just going to say little love letters to the readers. No, the you know what my what people don't know is is when I had my nose surgery, that was the week you did iceberg. And you told me earlier in the day, you're like, I'm doing this one just to you. I so that's why he got the Emmy nomination because he was doing it to me. I was doing it to Matt because I was like, because <laughs> I really went into that update being like, no one is going to get this. Not, not because <laughs> you knew I would get it. I was like, Matt is going to like this. I don't know what anyone else. And not that no one would get this. I was like, I don't think people are going to. I don't know what people are going to think about this. Mm. And then it was. So I was just doing that to Mr. Matt Raja. Mm, let me tell you. I was you. sitting here on the couch convalescing and <laughs> laughing, but not too hard because my nose was so sore from the from the invasive uh, traumatic surgery I had. Mm. I'm so excited for this birthday trip. Oh yeah, no, I'm really I really wish you were coming. It's such a bummer, but um, it's it's gonna be so fun. We're we're like we just booked like the hotel today, and like let's. I, what is your Vegas experiences? I have not been since I was in high school. Let me tell you, every time I go, it's a thing. Something happens every time I go where I'm like, okay, that shook me. Oh, can you give some context? As I mean, to what famously when I went, when I was on Who Oh my God, Millionaire. Millionaire and had my, like the start of my rivalry with Chris Harrison. <laughs> was this, was that the last time you've been? No, no. I've been since and it's just been like, like I went, when I went to go see Christina Aguilera with Dave. Yes. And you guys got wasted. It and went was surreal. <laughs> what way got wasted? Went to PF Chang's after ordered two hot and sour soups. Oh, yum! Took those to the head, and I'm telling you, like <laughs> if Kate, if Katie gives anything similar to what Christina gave, it's going to be a joyous event. But I will say, Katie's incredible, and she, but she's going to be doing more. Like I think of like a like a scripted show. Like it seems like there's yeah. a lot going on. Christina was doing a lot of talking to the fans, like and a lot, which which actually allowed her to do a lot of. My favorite tick of hers. Ha ha. Ha ha. Was she ha 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 ing the whole time? Let me tell you something. She goes, I have to say, this is an amazing night. And I know that so many of you are queer. <laughs> and I just want to know, I want you to tell you that I know that the love that I get from the queer community is like nothing else. So thank you guys so much. Ha <laughs> ha. And I was just like, we were, because it truly was only oh, gay men at the Christina my show. God. <laughs> so funny, Bowen. Dave and I were. We were screaming. I think I cried actually. I was like, because I was that I was that one in the mosh pit being like, I love you, Christina. And she was like, Haha, I love you too, baby. <laughs> and I meant every That's... every word I said. Of course you did. Oh my God. Wait, the only thing I've done like the only thing I've done recently like that has been 
Do you remember this? We went to the season seven finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh the, my the, god! The, the, the live, the not the finale, but the New York show where they announced and Bianca Del Rio was hosting. But then Shangela came out afterwards. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. And I was so drunk, and you were with me there, right? But I was uh-huh. so drunk, and Shangela was just like, I just had the mic, was in the middle of just like talking, I guess. Yeah, and there hosting. was just there was she was hosting. And there was a couple lulls. <laughs> where at one point I just went, I just shouted at the top of my lungs, Hallelujah! <laughs> and then she, she was like, Hallelujah. Like she, hallelujah. Like every, every Hallelujah from the audience, she had to like give back. She I mean, acknowledged a with a Hallelujah. She's a professional. She is the professional. You know, I'm, I'm actually going to ask Jennifer Lewis when I meet her if Shangela is still living with her. Because <laughs> isn't that a thing? I think it's a thing. Well, I, they're very good friends. Yeah. Well, Shangela nailed um, Snatch Game as Jennifer Lewis. You know, we've we've sort of stumbled on the topic of Drag Race. What did you think of the Night of a Thousand J-Lo's? I thought it was okay. You know, I watched it from a very depleted place. And so maybe I'm not the best person. And what's Santa saying? It is a thing. And two years ago when she was on my show, she said she did still live with her. Oh, so (gasps) maybe DJ Shangela Pierce does still live with Jennifer Lewis. But I'm going to get clarity on that. You'll get clarity. Um. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't like the episode. I didn't like the episode overall. Is mm. that bad? I feel like I. I don't know. I just didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't really impressed. You want to know what I liked about it? Like, if we're gonna do an acting challenge, I'm happy they did a twist and it was the supercut yes, because I yes. did think it was funnier and I laughed. I did laugh a lot during it. It felt like maybe they, like, I don't know. They just went for mm-hmm. the joke a little bit mm-hmm. more. Just mm-hmm. kind of like work a little bit more clever this time. The only part that sucked about it for me was. The run, the night of a thousand J Lo runway. I feel like the drag queens that come on the show, RuPaul's Drag Race, the television program, RuPaul's Drag Race, do this night of a thousand insert celebrity here runway from a place of fear ever yes. since the Madonna thing. So yes. they're all scared to pick like actually iconic, famous looks, and you end up seeing them in like, oh, two thousand two uh-huh. Teen Choice Awards presenter. It's yes, like, what the yes, fuck is yes, this? Yes. It's like we didn't get any iconic J Lo. The only one that was bold enough to actually go for was Carrie. Was Carrie, and then they put her in the bottom, which I thought was stupid. Carrie was actually the one of the only queens making me laugh. One hundred percent, she was one of the only funny ones. I feel like she, she was, was like ma- she was making a choice, like in all the takes when they were like, you know, Jasmine had to reset. Like, yeah, it was it was Carrie being like, um, like whatever. It's like, girl, you need to be quiet or whatever. <laughs> like whatever her line was, every single take, I was like, she's nailing that. I thought she was nailing it. I don't know. And then it was like, the, I, I didn't understand what they what their problem was with her performance. And then for her to be in the bottom when she was the only one who came out there looking like Jennifer Lopez herself, I was like, you know, they did an okay job. It's just, and also maybe it's a thing of, and tell me what you think about this. Not every celebrity like is, you know, deserving of a night of a thousand and do you, and you're saying you're not sure if J Lo deserves it? I don't think J Lo is necessarily known for her many iconic looks. I think that J Lo is known for being an incredible performer and for having great style and a strong aesthetic. But I don't know that she is like a Madonna or a Britney where you can do Night of a Thousand of them and it's going to be like feel the same. Do you agree? Right. Because when I hear when I hear the words Night of a Thousand, I think you know Stevie Nicks. Like like I would, this is just a random assortment of like literal events that have happened around that, like, like events that have been like nine of a thousand Stevie Nicks, nine of a thousand, a thousand Judy's, Liza's, you know, like you could do Gaga, you could do like Barbara. Yeah. You, they have, 
did they did they do Gaga? Oh, they did. Yeah, when they she, did when that she was Gaga the best judge. pageant. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, J Lo. Yeah, it's interesting. There are like indelible looks to be sure. And I'm like, why didn't anybody do like a hustler's look, like big fur coat, like or like no one came out and did like Jenny from the Block, like big hoops yeah, and like the I little bo- the little boy newsboy hat. Like I don't know. Like no one did J Lo. J Lo is like a very specified aesthetic though enough enough so that it, I, I think the the runway category is justified i just think you're right like these these girls have been scared since the madonna kimono incident since the kimono gate since kimono gate so that's why i was like for just for being bold enough to even come out in the versace yeah why is she being penalized for that she should be celebrated like she was she was the drag queen on the show that said i'm actually not gonna be afraid of what everyone else brings and then the fact that she was in the actual dress was insane i know i was like <laughs> i was I, I watched it with james scully we were with stone and we were like wait what did she just say that that's the actual dress no like we were like so incredulous and i'm sorry not to be toxic i did not get the praise for for deja I didn't understand it at all. I was like, she wasn't. I was like, the line readings were bad. Huh? No, I didn't understand it at all. Angeria, Angeria. I was like, yes, winner. Of yeah. course. I'm going to go ahead and say Willow. I was a little bit like, wait, what's going on here? I loved Willow. I, she had I'm me with the Daily with Willow. Mail Voucher. Daily Meal Voucher was funny. I was just kind of like, maybe I was just, again, I was like not <laughs> in a good headspace to watch an episode of Drag Race. Maybe you weren't. I, I will say like Willow Pill, when they were like, why'd you pick this look? And she was like, um, because it's like kind of ugly. And <laughs> perfect. No, she's, she, she is, she lives up to like the hype of the moment. She is yeah. like someone who like is the like weirdo, you know, but like yeah. is, does it well and like is gorgeous and like really is smart about her, her presentation and her comedy and, and all that stuff. And, um, She's my pick to win, even though I do think yeah. Cornbread is like the star. And like Cornbread's bothering me. You think? Oh, is it yeah. b- because of the conflict? The conflict was silly and stupid, but it just feels, I don't know. It just feels like so far it's it's been dominated by Cornbread in a way. And uh-huh. I, I'm quite, I'm concerned about Cornbread's runway presentations. Yeah. There's some, there's an element of danger there <laughs> that I'm like, uh, maybe this needs to, and, and, and on, honestly, also the, another thing is the fact that she's occupying this much narrative space may mean they're like mining her of what she gives before she gets eliminated. Sure, You know what I mean? Because like I said, the, the, it's taking up a lot of space and the runway presentations are a little jarring, but her, her performance skills are certainly great. I don't know. It's 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 actually really difficult for me to watch this season as long as Maddie. What's his face? Maddie is still there. Okay, but I will say I did laugh when Maddie Morphosis came out in JLo inauguration look. I was like, but that's again, not that like that's not like, that's not, that's not knowingly funny though. I think it might be a no, little knowingly. Funny. I don't think I think it's Maddie as a straight dude being like, "Wow, what'll what'll the judges like?" Mm, JLo's look from the inaugurate like it's so- I don't know I I I, I don't trust me I, I you know how I feel about Maddie Morphos as being on the show I don't think Maddie has that sense of irony you know no. I, I really don't you might that. be right I, I definitely laughed at it as if it were funny and on purpose but maybe you're right what would you have chosen for a night of a thousand JLo I would have been hustlers I would have been big fur coat yeah I'd, oh yeah, that is such an icon and also that like laid hair yeah 
Like, like, what, like, why not? What would you have done? I think I would have done. Oh, I would have done Selena. I would have. I would have done yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. like uh-huh. honestly, that was something that you could like a nod to like J Lo and Selena. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, that yeah, purple yeah. Selena look, the the like uh, iconic bodysuit that she wore yes, when yes, she performed yes, yes. in the stadium. That or honestly, maybe. So on the album cover, AKA, she has this insane. Oh like, my god, the red. red. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That <gasps> that 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 dress is iconic and it's so hot. And someone like Jasmine Kennedy could have absolutely killed that because she got those big old titties. Yeah. But um that look on the AKA album cover is fucking amazing. But also, I don't know, maybe like get creative and do one of her looks from like the cell. Or come out as like Made in Manhattan. <laughs> I, made in, I was gonna say Made in Manhattan or um like the, I think she like has like an all denim look on one of her album covers. Yes. Yeah. Also, like come out in a bikini with that tiny little top knot and have like find a way to like 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 a candy muse style make a blow up doll of Ben Affleck patting kissing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also the on the six album cover is iconic where she's in the little underwear. Yeah. You could you could have done something really simple and streamlined, but still so impactful. Like if you come out in that look on the runway, everyone's going to be like, oh my god amazing yeah. meanwhile know? it's like okay here's um you know fucking deja here's deja sky from in much something music. we pulled from getty getty images much I music know. awards ra- hit radio i was like <laughs> what is girls this? like i yeah i i don't know i i there was no fly girl looks like there was nothing and now the more i'm talking about it the more actually the more you jlo yes. is deserving of i'm it. that's what that's what i'm saying i think i think the aesthetic is so you, you is so specific yeah. J-Lo that like I don't know and, and J-Lo iconic when it comes to travel we all have that happy place whether it's the beach ski slopes couples getaway or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long Matt and Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. 
Try new bubbly bursts. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. What would you do for a night of a thousand Britneys? Oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. It is hard. Um, I guess I would do something from... You know, know this is no. This is this is like my shitty answer. It's not my real answer, but the thing that I I'm thinking of. This is me like maybe being like a little <laughs> too scared of the obvious stuff. But I would do like because the the music video for Break the Ice from Blackout was not a music. It was an anime. Yes, yes, yes. And I would just wear like she wears she wears this like blue like fucking like high collar like leather pla- or plastic latex shirt yeah. like a top, and I'm like, and her hair is perfectly huge and i'm like i would do that but that's not that's that's a terrible answer what's yours it's not a terrible answer i I mean i i think i would do the the flight attendant from toxic yeah that's i mean that's classic and you know no i know twink from q4 wears that out twink twink from q4 i was gonna say twink 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 does that um (laughs) this is mine because i just rewatched this video um sometimes i was just gonna say sometimes would be such a good idea like you could do the the like lowest cut like pants and uh-huh. the highest cut top crop just yeah. like the from like right under your nipples to right where your uh-huh. like crotch would show just bare with the beach ball and like yeah. running stupid oh <laughs> that's so fun mm. i love that video i the, the reason i watched it was because 
I took a Peloton class and Cody Rigsby said that one of the dancers scratches their crotch very obviously. And he was like, go and watch it if you don't believe me. And I went and watched it and I couldn't find it. And I feel like I was, I was kind of scammed by, scammed out of my time by Cody Rigsby. Are you saying right now that Cody Rigsby lied? He lied to me. And we're beefing. You are beefing with Cody Rigsby. I'm beefing with Cody Rigsby. He was a liar to people who paid to take his class. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. This is, there's, there's nothing worse than that. No, and can I tell you something? This you can is, tell me anything. This is the cis gay male feud that people have been waiting for. Bowen Yang and Cody Rigsby. Who will win? Who I don't know, Bowen. He has a lot of people that love to ride alongside him. Well, I'm one of them. And this is, this, is, this is the sort of the drama and the tension of it all is that I'm one of his acolytes. But I, he was, but I'm, but he I'm, was but on Dancing with, with the him. Stars. He was exposed to a lot of people. He's got mom fans now. He is the he is the king. Did I tell you that the other day I had people going that I was that I got asked to be on Dancing with the Stars? Wait, what? I, say, I, say I, that again? I woke up and I was feeling real frisky and I was like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fuck with Jared. So I texted Jared what? and I said, I said, Oh my god, why do just, you do this? I, I just got the offer to be on Dancing That's with so the annoying. Stars. Fuck <laughs> you. I did it to Joel too, and I had Joel <laughs> I had Joel going back and forth for like four texts. Because one time Joel and I like we I forget how it came up because he made a joke. We were like stoned or something. And he was like, what if they asked you to be on Dancing with the Stars? Would you do it? I was like, I don't think I would. He's like, I think you would have to. I was like, no, I can tell no. you right now because I wouldn't be good at it. And I think it would be I just wouldn't feel good. I was like, would you go on? And he said he said no, but maybe he's changed his mind. But it planted the seed enough that I was like feeling like a, like a jerk. Like, and I, I was just like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get people going. So I literally said to Jared, I was like, oh my God, my team just called with the offer for Dancing with the Stars. And he was like, oh my God, what? Are you going to do it? I was like, I think so. Yeah, I just have to. And I go, I just have to ask them to write me out if I love that for you. (laughs) And he goes, what? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do the first four episodes and then I'll just have them write me out. And he's like, can I call you? And I was like, no, no, no. I'm on the team. Oh, I'm on the call with, he with my being team a good right friend. now. He was being a really good friend. He goes, can I call you? I was like, I'm on the phone with my team right now. Like, and we're going to like confirm it. And like, and and he was like, they think you should do Dancing You're with the Stars instead so of Vanessa show. Stupid. And I was like, yeah, they said that it's so many. It's it's like ABC. It's like so many people are going to see it. It'll change my whole career. Like, I'll just get ridden out of the show. And then he was like, I can't believe this. I don't think you should do it. And I was like, Jared, it's a joke. But I had him going for like hours. <laughs> Episode four of this very podcast, Jamie Stolar was the guest. We went on and on about how people who prank shit like this are bad. Okay. It is to confuse it was a and upset innocent people. Fun. No, that's not it innocent. It was pure innocent fun. You're talking and you like, had to make it drama. You're talking like a house life. Speaking of which... Can we, I don't think we fully... Okay, so the Jenny Wen <sighs> situation keeps getting weirder. We have not addressed it in full. We, we, we talked about it briefly when Sean Hayes was on last week. Sure did. So this Michael guy who was on her live, I still have not watched the live. I've just read articles. This is what happened for everyone that doesn't know. Yes, so yes. Jenny Wen, we all know she fired off, popped off with those r- racist anti-Black Lives Matter posts in truly the late summer, early fall of... 2020. So then she gets fired from the show and we still have to watch her for the next few weeks, blah, blah, blah. But she went on live and she got her like black friend to sit next to her. And basically the tone of what she said was, 
I just want to let everyone know that I take full accountability for what I did. However, I did have people doing my Facebook at the time, and I don't Why? remember posting it. But also, I know that a it's, team. Why would she right. have a team? There's back no then. reason for her to. And she was like, "But I just also want to tell you that I take full accountability because it is on my page. But also, I don't remember doing it, and it wasn't me. But I take full accountability. But also, also you should know." Friend. Here's, by the way, here's my black friend, and you should know that I am a Republican who's proud of that, and I do um, believe everything that was posted. <laughs> she basically was so, like, "I'm, I, I take, I don't take any responsibility for someone." Or no, she, she went, "I take full responsibility for someone else posting things that fully align with my values." Yeah, what is she's truly one of the stupid. I, I said to you and Joel, and mm-hmm. I, I, this might be a little unfair, I knew from day one that she was that kind of Asian. I and what do you, what do you mean by that? Like the, the kind of per, the person who is the, the Asian person who is like, so obsessed with this kind of, uh, upward mobility mm. to the extent that their politics are so fucking horrid. And then mm. that they post fucking QAnon adjacent bullshit. Like, like my mom is friends with these women and I have, and I had to like talk to my mom, whatever. I don't have to get into it. My mom's fine. But like, I did be like, mom, like you can't like read all this crazy shit on fucking like WeChat and stuff that like your college friends post. They're basically like posting the same shit that Jenny would post. I think, you know, you know, like I'm like these, these, there's this generation of, I don't know, of like, unfortunately like Asian immigrants who like are, are just so fucking pilled by like, the worst corners of the internet. And um, I just think that I smelled that off of Jenny and, and fucking Dewey for that matter from day. I mean, that story, the sister wife story, like I think it was one of, one of Jenny's relatives who was like, this is all made up. It was her niece, her niece who went on TikTok and was like, "Um, I have some information about one of the housewives. And she said, they've, she's certainly fake storylines and she doesn't, um, she's not the person that she claims to be. And how do I know this? Well, because she's my aunt and she lived with my family uh-huh. for a while. My my parents would help her out all the time when she needed help. So basically she got, yeah, dragged. And she broke her husband's ribs. This is like not a, a well, this person is unwell, you know? Like, I just did, I, I didn't like her from the beginning. And the good news is, you know, and then I, I understand why everyone was like, Bravo did not quickly enough. Bravo did not quickly enough. But they did fire her within three days. I mean, like, could it have been faster? Yes. I mean, I don't know what kind of like what more you need to see once that's true. Because they're shooting season three now. They were and they had been shooting with her. Yeah, they had been shooting with her. So I, I don't know. We don't know. We don't have any visibility on like what that process is. But um, what I love is this this poor fucking guy. I'm just reading Ugh. this quote. Over time, I did have to educate her on the whole Black Lives Matter and everything <laughs> like that because I'm a gay black man, so I live it every day. And then he said, anybody that's saying she paid me to be here or she pulled the friend card, I see all your comments. Like, this is so sad to me. Like, I just feel like it, it's it's really, it is really weird. And also she didn't, this is, this is a weird thing to me. And like, not to like barometer on people's, I always wonder why when things happen to people like this, why they don't get on Instagram live and say something like why they don't actually show their faces mm-hmm. if they're actually contrite or if they actually didn't do something and get out there and be like, hi, this is me telling you from myself from me to you that this did not happen. And then I realized when I watched that, I was like, oh, this is why they don't yeah. do it. It's too chaotic. It's it, it just 
Yeah. She looked really bad. She mm. wasn't elegant or eloquent about what she was saying or explaining. And it was, um, I was like, oh, this is why you need people to because be able to handle this for you. Yeah, and because yeah. they're also inherently stupid in the first place, which is why a lot of them get into these messes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jenny, like, sorry. Bye. I mean, Anna, bye. Like, ugh. this, <laughs> there is, I, I wonder how the show continues just generally. I'm like, there's just so much that, there's just so much news about it this year. I mean, should we read the Lisa Barlow quote? I think this is how it's going to continue. Okay. Did you I, see the? I, I don't. I don't know this Lisa Barlow quote. Oh, Bowen. So basically, she's on a hot mic in in this this week's episode. By the way, everyone, we're recording this oh, on oh, Sunday. Oh, oh, the 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 um, she's talked half of New York. Yeah. Have you read this full thing? I have not read the whole the full thing. Can you can you send it to me and I can read it out loud and react to it in real time? Yeah, wait, hold on. I have to find it. I'm about, we're about to watch the episode of my sister. My, my sister's putting my, her kids to bed and then we're going to watch. These. Is Yang is Yang a viewer of Real Housewives of Yang is a viewer of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay, here Absolutely. it is. Full quote of what Lisa Barlow said. Can you send it to me? I, I want to I wanna read it. All right, this is, you want to read it? Can you, can you want to Oh, you want to read it together. I'll read it out loud. We're going to read it together like we did um, Nicole Kidman's um, AMC. AMC. Okay, here we go. Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her. Because I'm not a fucking whore and I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait, you can't because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Meredith is a piece of fucking shit. I had your back and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit. Garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. She can go fuck, fuck herself. herself. <laughs> that is so... I mean, she's... Can you imagine <laughs> if you heard of an audio clip of me saying that about you? I, no, I, 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 my, my chest just tightened. I was just like, oh my <laughs> God. Have <laughs> you ever heard your best friend talk about you like that? What's what does this mean for us? Like, are we no longer the Meredith and Lisa? Like, are are we like not, not after this? No, Lisa. That I don't identify with this one. But I, I've told you and Joel that I find myself identifying more and more with Lisa. Not identifying, but sympathizing with her. I happen to like Lisa this season. I did not care for her at all last season, and it's totally flipped for me with Meredith. Now I was loving Mare. Now I am like she is just as unwell if not more than Jen Shaw the fucking Zion trip the Zion house the way she was slurring and like melting down at every single turn I was like <laughs> this woman needs to seek help she really cracked and I it was, was, it was I, so I did love scary. watching it it was scary but didn't you I didn't you love that episode I loved it by the end of it it was like they were fucking raging that was that was that was a beautiful moment and like that episode is actually truly I mean this whole season make no mistake, and we have emphasized again and again, is incredible. An incredible season of television. Period. Truly. Also, Bowen, speaking of Bravo, you need to catch up on Project Runway because next week is the finale and it's a really good season. Okay, I will. I will. And I know a lot of a lot of the publicists and the readers are like hitting you up for their for your for your opinions. And this is the power you hold. 
Well, they wanted. I got. I got it. I got a DM. Not not a DM. I got a message on Twitter to the Lost Coach thing. It was like, Matt, can you talk about how passionate and emotional and straightforward and earnest the contestants are this year on Project Runway? Talk and about I was them. like, Yes, I can say that they really are, and I'm <laughs> so proud of all four of them. All we're four all, of the finalists. We're very proud. I don't even know them, and I'm so proud. Oh, they're so good. I, I just like. I love Project Runway. There's something. I was watching it and. You know, it ended and they chose the finalists and there's something really emotional about it. Like, because they really put so much with fashion and like imbuing clothing with your... So vulnerable. It's it's very vulnerable. And it's also, it's, it's true art and they're very passionate about it. They work hard. They sweat in those rooms to do it. And it's just, I think out of all the reality shows where there's, it's, it's, um, the competition is a craft. I think that Project Runway is just my favorite. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.
Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details i'm a little i hit a wall with like baking stuff the thing with food shows for me, and I love Top Chef, and I lo- God knows mm-hmm. we love Padma. But oh, you just, you, th- there's just, you simply run, I rub on the fact that you can't taste it. <laughs> you, and with fashion, it's not that you like, are like, I can't wear that. It's that you're just, I, I get to see, I get to appreciate the beauty. Yes. And I'm mm. telling you that Housewives episode of Project Runway this year was my favorite episode of television of all of the whole year. Wow, amazing! The, when they came out on the runway, when Giselle hit the runway looking like she had discovered good clothing for the first time in her life, I was like, "See, <laughs> this is what it needs to be." Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, if I if I ever heard you on a hot mic talking about me like that, we'd have to have a sit down, dear. I. Uh, there's it's open and shut there's no there's no talking it over it's we're done that's what's i guess going to be interesting about the finale is like you're just going to watch two people who are like yeah that's what you think about me cool now i know where we stand after 10 years oh my god i can't oh my god matt i i cannot imagine a world in which i say anything that's why bowen no matter what we can't say yes to a reality show i know they're going to pitch it to us. The, one of these networks is going to want us to do a reality show. No, and we but can't say yes. Not I even how much fame we want. I it doesn't matter how much fame we want. I don't know what you really mean by this. Oh, and it's going to happen. They're going to come to us and they're going to say, we want what you kind to of be on. show? It would be a show about us. About Renjo. <laughs> and we can't say yes, Mo. Okay. Not even, okay. No, not even how much fame we want. Not, I I know, and I know that, and I'm just talking to you now. I know all you want is to be so famous. Yeah. And I know. And reality TV is the ticket, babe. Uh-huh. But we can't do that to our friendship because it will end on reality show. And I will sit across from you at a reunion and I will cry a single chunky tear and I'll say, I fucking told you. Oh and my because God. You wanted, because you wanted, you wanted fame. Here we are. Oh my God. Before we, we're going to keep the episode a little short today, this week. Bowen's visiting family and they have big Salt Lake City plans. Well, also, and you, you have you have a big day tomorrow. That's true. Um, do we want to do a quick check in on and, and just like that? I mean, sure. Can I tell you this was the only episode that I really liked since the first couple, and 
And that's that's a, that's a lie. I've enjoyed every single episode. I've really I enjoyed the season. It's just that I, it's just that I asked, was it good at the end? And I'm sort of like, I don't know. But this episode I thought was genuinely good because I love that all the women are finally meeting. And I love that there's mixing matching. And I also, I don't know what happened, but when Carrie and Steve were in that scene together, all of a sudden I found myself like, oh my God, I want Carrie and Steve to fuck. I think a lot of people are feeling that way. A lot of people are rooting <laughs> and shipping Carrie and Steve. My third grade boner is hard for it. I forget if it was, all I do on the show is like quote like an article someone else wrote, but someone did write a piece about how like, we're still doing this in TV. Like an episode, episode nine is, oh my God, you're that person. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Like, no, like people like, that's not how people meet these days anymore. Right. You know, like, these women yeah. like peripherally know about the, you know, it's like, I'm sure like Carrie knows about LTW, well, I, but you know, but you know what I mean? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I mean like LTW would know about Naya maybe. I don't know. I don't know. New York City is pretty big. You're right. I th- and that's the thing is like, they've kept them so separate that it's like that, that the fact that they were just meeting now, I was like, oh wow, they're just meeting now. It's actually uh-huh. niner. I will say I really liked that all of the women seemed to push forward in some way like i liked whatever chemistry was happening between nicole ari parker and karen Pittman in the scene where naya meets ltw and ltw is like coming out of a limo Uh and you know she's like let me just call my caterer that i'm on the phone with in two seconds and get food down here and then the trucks show up and it was just like juxtaposed with karen's um, husband basically telling her like, I'm sorry, it actually comes down to I want a child and that's period. What I realized is that actually these women have been fleshed out a little bit better than I thought because mm. they were compelling to me. Like that scene where they broke up, Karen Pittman and her husband or Dr. Nia Wallace and her husband, I found myself emotionally affected by it. And yeah. I think it's because Karen is an incredible actor. She's an incredible actor. Yeah. Truly. Was It, it was the end of last episode where Miranda and Steve break up, right? Yes, they. He asked. He 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 was asked for a divorce last episode, and so now this is the episode where you know yeah, 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 it's yeah, the yeah. it's. I guess this is the first time that he's talked to Carrie about it, and I don't right. know. There was something in that scene where I was just like, uh-huh. I, I found myself. I can't tell if it's me now cheering on the third grade mentality of how I feel some shows are written, or uh-huh. I actually wanted it to happen. But um, it it is uh, to be clear. I think it's a very third grader for them to be like, what if we put Steve, you know, like it's taking a Barbie and putting it with a new Barbie and being exactly. like, now they're married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, like it only used to happen like on like Grey's Anatomy, you know, like that's. Which was my mom's big note about Grey's Anatomy back in the day. I remember we were watching it and she was like, I gotta say, I hate this show. And I was like, what? Katrina, why? Uh, she was like, this one's sleeping with that one. That one's sleeping with this one. It's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. give me a break. They have to do work. This, Meanwhile, this one's sleeping with that one. Now this one's with that one. Now that one's gay. Now this one's wrong. that. I was I was like, you know what? You're absolutely 100% right. And uh, But I love that part. <laughs> it's fun. I feel like... <laughs> I can't um, <laughs> figure out how much of that works in and just like that. And, and I don't, you know, it's so just to like, stay on the topic of Katrina for a second. It's so funny to hear parent movie reviews sometimes. Oh, like they, the they saw licorice pizza <laughs> and they go, we didn't get it at all. <laughs> I, I thought that could have been a good movie. 
but I didn't get it at all. All there a lot of plot that they didn't they didn't do anything with. And then you know you know she's running a lot in the movie. That's the th- she's she's running a lot, and I kept thinking, when are they going to say why she's running? You know, like, and I was just like, I think that you know Paul Thomas Anderson might not be for you guys. And they were like, maybe you're right, but hey. And I don't fully disagree with Katrina's review either. Katrina needs to get on Letterboxd. She needs to get on Letterboxd. That would be an interest. That would certainly offer a vibe to us all. Oh, yeah. They would watched be, the be. Kristen Bell show, the um, the woman in the window across from the whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they were like, they, they said, there's a blizzard in New York, obviously, as you know. And so they were like, yeah, we watched the whole thing because there was a blizzard. Three quarters of the way through, the writers just gave up. It got crazy. It got crazy. I was like, "Well, what happened?" And then they they spoiled it for me because I was like, I, "I I that might not be on my list as much as I love." But they spoiled it for me, and I was like, "All right, so spoil." Do you care? Uh, I wasn't planning on watching, but I I was. It looked like interesting. They and we love Kristen Bell. All right, and it's now been out for a while enough where I yeah. can say it. Okay, okay. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to spoil this Kristen Bell thing. So, I guess at the end, you find out that there's a murderer and it's like a nine-year-old. Uh-huh. And so, I guess Kristen Bell gets in like a vicious fight with a nine-year-old like, and she ends up killing the nine-year-old. Oh my and my, my parents go, and you know, we follow her on social media and she makes such a big deal about, you know, don't take pictures of the kids, you know, don't do pictures of the kids. Meanwhile, she's on this show. She's killing a kid. She kills a kid. Matt, Matt, she kills this kid. And meanwhile, it's like she's on Instagram, like, you know, she's protecting her kids. And we always liked her for that. You know, we follow her on social media for that reason, because we like her because she protects her kids. Then this, you know, she's killing a kid. The kid was nine years old. And I go, is this, is this your dad? Or your mom? It's, it's a mixture. They're both. Um, but I go, you know, mom, like that girl who's playing the role is an actress. And those are Kristen Bell and Doc Shepard's real children. Like they it's different like them being like don't photograph our children and publish photos of it is different than this paid professional actor who's in a film who like is a murderer in a movie and gets killed by Kristen Bell and and they were like I don't know she just you know she makes such a big deal about the kids they just like started back in with it again (laughs) I don't know it was it was so parent movie review I love it I love it well well what do you what do you say I think it might be time for I Don't Think So, Honey. I'm just so excited on this episode that we decided what the 300th episode is going to be because I'll tell you something. Like, I'm so after, excited. After our conversation with Sean, I was feeling the pressure. I was like, wow, we no, have to do something. I didn't feel any of it. I was like, I know whatever it is, it is will be amazing. Um, so in the lead up to that, Bowen is coming out to New York and we're ha- going to have some in-person episodes. And we're going to talk to our producers about getting in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, some very fun ideas. And that'll be fucking Fun as hell as we trudge, trudge, trudge towards the 300th episode. That's right. And we can't wait to see you there. All right. <laughs> they are. They are. Provincetown, we're going to see you there. You're beautiful. Um, okay. All right. This is, I don't think so, honey. This is where we each take one minute to rail against something in culture. Matt, do you have something? I do. I do. I do. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey, talking about your acting training. Um, I don't think people know what you're talking about. I think that there's about 0.05% of the population that know what the word Stanislavski means. And so just saying that doesn't mean anything. Um, What is Circle in the Square? Yes, this is like targeted at Lady Gaga. 
Um, I just find it so funny that in her, I don't know, billionth media cycle, she hasn't learned that you have to say different things at different interviews. She truly gives the same thing in every interview. It's an iconic thing about her that I love. However, this time I have to draw a line because what is she saying a lot? I studied at Circle in the Square. I studied sense memory, etc. I couldn't believe <laughs> an interview that she just seconds. did with Salma Hayek where she said that she wrote a letter to herself and in the letter she wrote, I don't need you anymore. I only need the parts of me that I can bring to. Say it with me, Patricia. And you have to watch this video. Salma is amazing. And I do think so, honey. Salma, I don't think so, honey. Lady Gaga talking about her acting training or anyone that does such a thing. And that's one minute. Um... <laughs> It's just so funny. Like, how many times have we heard? I was wondering as this media cycle of House of Gucci approached, what the thing what was going to be. be. And but th- there's so many things. There are so I don't many. Think, I don't think there's one thing. It's not. I'm obsessed. I can't wait for her to get the Oscar nomination. I don't want it to end. Like, I need it all the way through March. I need <laughs> on the on the hunt. I need more. Like, making it's too up, funny. Making up or not? She. I think she is bringing something new to each interview. There's I a mean, new her reveal shocking... now that there was a love scene. <laughs> So, it's so and the headlines that like the regurgitated headlines that are coming out of that story are amazing because i saw one like come up the other day that was um find out which scene in house of gucci ridley scott had to call cut on that was two for being too intense <laughs> gaga and selma like hooking up or something I it guess? was the guy ga- okay so the scene was i guess there was a scene in the script where Salma gets a call that the hit was successful. <laughs> and I guess Salma had put cat food in her boots so cats could follow her around. That was going to be like the thing of the scene is that cats followed Salma around the garden or whatever. <laughs> and so like there is a scene where like Salma gets the call, turns to Lady Gaga and just like nods. And Lady Gaga, like as Patrizia struts over through the cats and like kisses Salma passionately on the mouth and like make out for a second. And that's like... <laughs> how their plot line ends but which i really wish had been in there i mean what this is the thing is it's like house of gucci needed to take itself 40 percent less seriously and put that in yeah yeah i agree but see when when gaga when i hear that i'm like is that gaga or is that patrizia like would patrizia have done she that? would say there was no difference at the point remember she wrote a letter to herself saying she didn't need her anymore so she was dismissed gaga wasn't on set patrizia was on set i mean you have to there remember have, there have been so we're gonna look back on this time and miss it so much no i i love house of gucci era i'm obsessed with house of like, gucci era I, I can already rattle off so many moments like her going I don't think she's a good person. <laughs> you know, like that. I don't like, condone her. <laughs> I don't think she's a good person, but I do think there is something to say about women's rights. And then, I mean, her seeking evidence at the inauguration, <laughs> <laughs> wanting to be a combat journalist. Yeah. Like, it's so good. I, I, and honestly, I had the, <laughs> it, it, it's delivering on so many cylinders, but definitely something that is jumping out to me is I studied sense memory. I studied Stanislavski. <laughs> I studied in the circle in the square. I wanted to be an actor before I was a singer and I just couldn't audition. I just was n- <laughs> horrible at auditioning. And um, so even in my music, I was my acting. first role was, um, you know, when I was in college, uh, I got called back to play Maureen and rent. And then they found out that I was still in school. Like I was like, I've heard this story. So- and that's when you realize that she is like that. You know, she yes. is an actress. She is like one of those actresses. And like, 
I, I'm just going to drag. I'm in a cunty group chat with a bunch of gays who are rooting against Lady Gaga's nomination no, actively. That's so and rude. They were talking about um, the thing where she said the, the, the Jake Gyllenhaal interview, uh-huh. um, which I watched a lot of. It was it was very funny. Um, but when the, she was like, I love cartoons because yeah. there's such a danger and also a beauty or whatever. They said something and yeah. they were like dragging her for that. And I was like, I have to break it to people. Most actors are like that. Are like, like that. No, actors oh, are not cool. It's 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 a it's a myth. Actors are uncool. So this group chat wants her to like the be- group chat is very and they know who they are. They're very and we might even have one of them on the show and we will we will we will to their face confront. They're very pronical. And there's these pronical gays that I feel are coming for Gaga. It's very similar to when the pro Laura Dern gays came for J Lo. Because oh I think God. that they they look at these a- like, they look what? at these singer actresses and they don't take them seriously, but I take them very seriously. I'm in I, I'm I'm down for Gaga to get the nomination, and I just was like, it's if you think actors are cool people, I actually have to break it to you. They're actually most of all us are nerds annoying. and annoying, and and a lot of them happen to be aesthetically pleasing. That's it, though. That is that is the co- coinciding thing is that they're annoying people who look good, mm-hmm. and and that makes them very suited for this work. Yeah, I was like, do you know how many times I have heard things like this at NYU where Lady Gaga <laughs> did study musical theater? Yeah. Like I remember being at NYU and people would have that Lady Gaga Jake Gyllenhaal conversation all the time. Of course. And I'm sorry to break it to these group chat gays, but like I bet you <laughs> Nicole Kidman's just as you know, like is is has the same. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I just Nicole unfortunately is like textbook like celebrity doing a skincare video for like Harper's Bazaar or some shit, but not <laughs> but, but not talking about the like the procedures she's had done, which like it's fine. Just like. Just share with us like what you've had done. It's fine. But the, I, I do love about the housewives that now it's become a thing of like it, it used to be in the beginning, like no one would talk about it. And yeah. now everyone's just like, I'll talk about it the most. <laughs> which, <laughs> so like, which I'll be the great. most open about which I know I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I, I think it's genuinely changed the conversation. Like when it's women liberating. come out and they're like, I've had this done, this done, this done, this done, and I'm doing maybe this, this, this. I think it's actually, it, it it's more helpful because it takes away that layer of that, yes. that facade of like that it is actually attainable. It you was know the I mean? only thing about Mia that I liked in Potomac. I was like, oh, she's right. being like very up, like upfront about like her, her stuff. But then she would lie about everything else, which is like so confusing. You okay. know, I'm a little surprised. One more thing, and then I'll let you do your own things when I know you want to leave. I'm a little surprised and it makes me wonder if they didn't get along because I was positive that part of Lady Gaga's shtick during this media cycle would be Adam Driver is just, yeah, no. he is a thespian and he I learned so much from him every single day. And I wonder if something is not cool between them because the way she was about Bradley made me feel like, oh my God, it's going to be on another planet with Adam Driver. And it never happened. Well, with Bradley, it was like the directing. Right, like, it was a whole narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Adam, I think Adam is just like, kind of like is so the opposite of what Gaga does that like he just didn't want I, he, she, she just knows that he wouldn't play along I don't think there's any beef between they seem to get along just fine watching the cast sit next to her in interviews <laughs> is hilarious it's just so good just like looking down at looking down picking a fixed spot on the ground and looking down and just sort of ever so slightly nodding and trying not to smile while she talks is just 
that's they're having to use sense memory for that. Like they're having to go back to a front tranquil time on the beach. <laughs> you know, you know, they're figuring out a Marvel thing for Gaga. Are they? Yeah, that's the rumor. what? That's the, the buzz. The buzz is like, and I think I don't think this is conf- founded on anything. But um, uh, what's her face? Emma Frost. Love that. Emma Frost. Also, you know she's going to be the lead of the next Joker. That that was the buzz that hit. The- uh-huh, she'll be uh-huh. like some Harley version of Harley Quinn in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker um, sequel. Sequel. Oh my god! Uh, which this is insanity. I can't say she'll go to a safe place for that one. <laughs> She's gonna lose her mind. She's gonna crack. Oh, They're no. gonna have to put her in Ar- Arkham Asylum. She won't go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite. Un- that's perfect because my favorite onion headline. One of my favorite un- un- onion headlines ever is. Lady Gaga kidnapped police commissioner <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> and then, she's like, my favorite person. She's, she, she's I, my favorite she, person. I, th- I think she, I think she's might be my favorite person. She might be Taylor might be number two now. Oh, it's always been Gaga number one for me. Gaga so. is a cuckoo beast. Wait, I just want to pull this up because I can't. I need to we need I need to read the whole thing. Okay, Lady Gaga kidnaps police commissioner Gordon, Gotham City. Supervillain <laughs> Lady Gaga brazenly abducted Commissioner James Gordon from a charity fundraiser Tuesday, leaving police baffled and the citizens of Gotham fearing for their safety. Known for her outlandish costumes and geometric polygon hair. This is written in 2010. Uh, the, cr- the criminal madwoman made a daring escape from Arkham Asylum last week and has been taunting authorities by interrupting television broadcasts ever since. Quote, if you ever want to see Commissioner Gordon again, you'll do exactly as I say. <laughs> Lady Gaga said from her secret Layer adjusting her angular yellow tie-back and spandex dress as henchmen danced menacingly around the bounty commissioner. <laughs> While the kidnapping occurred at Stately Wayne Manor, home of Playboy Jet Setter Bruce Wayne, the eccentric billionaire was not available for comment. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Super villain Lady Gaga. Super villain Lady Gaga brazenly abducted. <laughs> Gaga is the one. The one. She really is. And you just I don't you just I don't think so, honey, to her. How dare you? No, but you know it's a celebration. Celebration. There's a celebration in every drag. It's rule of culture number seven. There's, There's a, a celebration, celebration in every, in every drag. drag. All right. Well, this is Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The redesigned Pokemon in Pokemon Legends Arceus. So they did like a prequel game that's like a brand new formula. It's open world. It's different. But Matt, some of these designs make no fucking sense. Oh, I know and, you hate that. And they look so deeply upsetting. So like they're, they're adding limbs to people. They're adding, you know, they're making some of the Pokemon look depressed. Mm-mm. Gudra from Gen 5, 30. Gen 6 looks depressed. Typhlosion from Gen 2 looks like he's stoned, mama. Or, you know, doing <laughs> some drug. I don't like this. Oh, no. It's rude. I'm sorry. I'm cr- I'm emotional. No, You're that was crying. a burp. No, 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 it was a burp. It's ruining 15. the aesthetic sort of universe of Pokemon. It was already a, a jumbled mess to begin with after, you know, Gen 4. But now you got to really like, it's too Five chaotic. Seconds. And it's a good game, but the designs, the, the visuals are bad. I'm so upset. And that's one minute. I I, I, I see and sense both. Imagine the, if the they like made Charizard look like, they, they're adding, they made like one of the Pokemon, like the Apalkia, like a horse with like a huge Matt, these designs are insane. I'm not and upset. I, I'm I know not, I'm many okay readers and publicists it. who are playing this game right now can agree with me. These designs look fucking bad. It's 
the third graders are designing Pokemon now. Oh. I'm not even kidding you. They're That's the new gig. The fourth graders design. are sorry. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Um, it really hurts me to hear this because I usually think that you can also see the beauty in something new I and can't. different. But now, not well, not now. Let me send. Let, let me let me send you something. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I I can I can sort of guess. While you, first of all, I was talking about Pokemon last night, and while you're while you're sending me this, I want to blow your mind with something. And tell me if you knew this: the mystical birds, Articuno, oh my Zapdos, god, and Moltres. Did you know it's Uno Dos Trace? I've known for decades, Dave. I have not known until last night. And you're 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 shocked to your sister. Arctic, Arctic Uno. Arctic Uno. Zap, Zap Dose Molt and Molt Trace. Trace. I thought that those were just the most beautiful names I had ever heard, but literally they're the word zap and the Spanish word for two. And the so people, so can forth. we just give it up for the people, the localization team on that first generation, the first mm. two generations, the people who had to name these fucking monsters? They did an amazing job. Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, poetry. And you you get it. And also the word tastes and feels like it should. Can we just talk for one second about, I will, I, I will say this for the rest of my life. I think one of the most elegant creatures of pop culture history. Jigglypuff? No, is Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto, girl, number twenty-two, I believe, and Pidgeotto, like, just so much promise, promise. and potential, it, and just Coolness. Pidgeotto, the teen version, but also taking flight, very yes. much taking charge, earning that sort of what we're gonna call uh, Sasha Fierce hairstyle. Oh, the hair is laid. the bump, the the sort of bump in the front, the giving Egyptian eye. The oh. bird was as gorgeous as Elizabeth Taylor. I agree. I just sent oh you I just sent you some of these new designs. Looking. Now it's so dis- oh. it's, it's truly abominable. No, there's there's just it's there's what? so much. What going am I looking on. at here? Who are these people? This is Dialga. This is Dialga and Palkia. They they were the original mascots for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, and those designs were actually very elegant and chic. And now they've like added all of this shit. Like, look at the neck. Look at the thing coming. It's like two goiters coming out of that neck. It's giving Sega Genesis. No, it's not. It's well, first of all, this game does look like it was made 20 years ago. I'm sorry. That's that, what I'm saying. But the, Matt, the game is getting these rave reviews and it should. The gameplay is like a huge revolution for the series, but the visuals are are behind because it's on Switch and it's not it's not running at, you know, uh mm, full mm. sort of bit bit sort of speed as like ps5 and um xbox but like right it's so it's really upsetting to me because for me the thing about pokemon is like each of these are a mascot each of these like is like its own like hello kitty you know like that's why it blew up the way it did and when it came out in the 90s was because it was like oh my god it's pikachu and it's jigglypuff and it's clefairy and there's all these they're all these adorable or cool looking things and now they're they look like true monstrosities Mm. Anyway, it's very. I'm certain. I'm really not liking what I'm seeing here. And you shouldn't. Okay, that's that's my. I don't think so, honey. We said it'd be a short episode. It's still an hour and and, and a half and change. Listen, and and I think that like wh- what everyone needs to know is we're coming back with some with some firecracker, firecracker. episodes with firecracker guests, and there's going to be conflicts on the episodes, and there's going to be fighting, and there's going to be drama. Ultimately, revolu- resolution. But ultimately, revolu- resolution. And the thing about Lost Culture is it's about conflict and resolution. 
And um, stay tuned for our big 300th episode coming up soon. The Lost Culturistas. Lost, Lost Culturistas presents, presents the great the, global the great songbook. global songbook. Doesn't that sound sweet? Like this is this is like the Pokemon naming. It that sounds important. You don't agree? I know. I'm I'm biting my hands because I'm so excited. I'm like I'm like. I, should we even give this away for free? This is a book. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we I'm designing the, the cover. I'm designing the cover. You are the great global songbook. The great Gershwin found dead again. Honey, Paul McCartney and John Lennon. More like go to hell, bitch. More like go to bed, bitch. More like go to bed, bitch. You know, I think this is going to be a really important text. This is going to be one of the most important texts since I got that Pokemon picture from you. Yes. Since I got that Lisa Barlow quote from you. This has been an amazing episode of Lost Culturistas that has explored so much. We listen. We end every episode with a song. I want to be the very best. No, no one, one ever was. To catch them is my, my real, real test. test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across, across the land. Searching, searching for a more It's Pokemon, Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon! Gotta catch them all. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. 
Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.